0: Michelle Mandel, our friend over at the uh, Toronto Sun, writes a gripping and horrifying account of a double murder that took place in 1995, and one of the people involved in that is up for parole, and he hasn't made that much of an impression on the parole hearings, mostly because he still says he's not really connected to the crime. The man who worked that investigation happens to be News Talk 1010's crime specialist, Mark Mendelson, and he joins us to provide us with some perspective. On this horrifying case. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, John. We don't have to get into the graphics of it all, but I, you know, I, I read this story by Michelle Mandel where she recounts how these two young women were knifed to death, and I just, I, I thought, I don't know how you could have walked into that crime scene. I know you were doing your job, but it just sounds like a horrifying, horrifying uh, thing.
1: It was. It was. It was an absolutely uh, mortifying scene. Uh, two young girls in the basement, uh, and uh, the mom, Avis Audie, had come home from work to help one of the daughters pack. She was leaving uh, for a full-ticket scholarship to the University of Arkansas uh, the following week, and she made partway down the stairs and saw one of her daughters and quickly ran out of the house and, you know, alerted neighbors, and I remember getting into the scene, and just, it was just horrific, John, and it was all staged. It was staged to look like a like a break and enter that had gone wrong. Um, although, I, you know, interestingly enough, the only thing that was taken <clears throat> during the entire course of this crime and the, and the break and the fake break and enter was uh, the gold chain that uh, Rohan Ranger had given uh, his then-girlfriend, Marsha Audie, um, which she was not allowed to take off uh, by his instructions, you know. And, and they, they had broken up uh, sometime before all of this took place. And uh, he just couldn't get over it. He couldn't get over the fact that she was going to leave him um, and made it clear to not just her, but to many other people that that wasn't going to happen. And here we are 26 years later, John. And, uh, you know, I, I, I know it's a long time, but I can remember just about every second of that
0: first day. Two quotes jump out at me from Michelle Mandel's account. One of them was by um, the perpetrator, Roland Ranger, who said, if I can't have you, nobody can. And then Marsha, the victim, who told her mother before she was killed, if anything ever happens, it's Roland. I mean, uh, or Rohan uh, was his name. It's just that aspect is horrifying. But let's jump, you know, flash forward to the present where he is before a parole board. I get it. Eventually, people do get parole when they've done their time, but they have to show some degree of contrition. And also, perhaps in something as absolutely brutal and ugly as this, uh, this hasn't been enough time behind bars.
1: Well, and it's, certainly I'm a bit jaded in, in, my, in my thought process on this, John, but absolutely I don't think this man should ever see the light of day. And as it says in the article, I was there, I saw those girls, I met with that mother. I interviewed Ranger a number of times, uh, before his arrest in fact i went to kingston jamaica and hauled him out of a jail cell in kingston and brought him back to toronto um so i i know him and, and it took 20 years for him to go even as far as to say it wasn't really me it was my crazy cousin adrian kincaid and i only sent him over there to to, to, to scare her I mean, that that's not ownership of anything in, in, in my mind. And, and I, you know, 26 years, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people, John, they're going to say, okay, he's done his time, he's paid his price. But at the end of the day, and I spoke to the mom, Avis Audie, yesterday, or sorry, last week, uh, who I might add is probably the strongest woman I have ever met in my life. And I think she's she's gotten to the point now where where she basically says it's in the hands of the parole board. There's nothing any any of anyone can do now, including any further testimony from her.
0: Do you speculate then that he may get that parole?
1: 26 years is a long time to serve for uh, for first-degree murder, John, under anybody's, uh, you know, uh, estimations. Um, and he was 19 or 20, I think, at the time of the murder. So, yeah, there's an argument to, to be made that he, he's done it. But he, uh, but he also hasn't owned up anything. He's taken no ownership of any of this. Um, You know, you don't hear the word remorse or I'm sorry coming out of his mouth. Um, But again, having been there, having seen it, having been to those autopsies, having seen what he did to those two girls, you'll never convince me that he should see the light of day.
0: Mark, thank you very much for
1: this. Have a good morning, John.